This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. Patreon.com slash Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. You're always scum. Rebel scum. I lost. Rebel scum. Boom, 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 boom. What up, James? Community movie is happening. Oh, yeah. Is that for real? It's for real. It's going to come to Peacock. (laughs) And uh, hold on. I just lost it. And uh, I don't know, but it's coming to Peacock. Joel McHale has officially made it official one hour, one hour before recording this podcast. He he tweeted out and he tagged all the cast of Community and he put the graphic and a movie. So it's happening. Peacock, here we go. So this is the Rebel Scum Community Podcast. (laughs) Getting to know. <laughs> da, 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 da. Um, we haven't been around for a while, so here we are. Sorry, we missed D23. Not sorry, we were busy. Uh, big news. We're repping the home team. Trial Blue Jays officially clinched. Uh-huh. Wildcard spot doesn't really mean they're going to go on to the next round. They're just like, we've been. you've been invited to possibly go to playoffs. <laughs> so yeah, we're both repping our our Jay's cap mostly because I have not showered yet. <laughs> right. it mostly means that Brock will be away for longer now. No, oh god. <laughs> I, we apologize. Hopefully now that it's getting colder and nobody wants to go anywhere, we will have more time to, to podcasting. But we had to come back because we have four episodes of Andor under our belt. Like crazy. I thought it was insane that they dropped three episodes, but like right off the bat, we go into it like it made sense. James, what did you think of the first three episodes? All right, the first three episodes, I watched them. Did I watch them all twice? I watched at least one of them twice. I think maybe two of them twice. Mm. Um, I really enjoyed them. You were like, you texted me about them first. You really like, I stayed off of the, so I was busy off social media for a week anyway, but I was like off of it. Yeah. I really enjoyed them here's the thing though aside from like my feelings on them is like those three episodes if they were released weekly i don't know how well received they would be but together they were great because they were they were one big story and you know what i was thinking about um i've never seen the show the boys but you probably watch the boys the creator of the boys said something that made so much sense about television how like there should be no filler and i'm not saying any of these episodes were filler they said there should be no filler episodes because you're not because you're not making a movie where there's like a you know blank spaces in the movie, you're making episodic series, and and one thing that and that struck me because I'm watching Andor and I'm watching the Lord of the Rings show, and then I'm thinking back to like Boba Fett. Mando is probably the and you know I love Boba Fett, but Ma- Mando is probably the only one that fits in like the should be a TV show category of all these shows mm-hmm. so far. Yeah. Even Lord of the Rings, because I'm watching that and I'm like, these this is just one big like because I'm thinking back like to like Sopranos and like the old HBO Max when HBO started like 
become making changing television, right? Like each episode was about something specific, whereas Andor, sure, and like Boba Fett, sure, and Lord of the Rings, sure, but not really. They're kind of like just like taking you along, and it's like here's one part of a movie, the next part, and it's and and I I don't I, I'm not sure how to articulate it, but it feels like I mentioned this to you before, but Stranger Things nails it because it's a TV series, but. And I and you know I like I prefer weekly to the binging, but it works because it's made for the binging model. And I feel like Andor is also made for that binging model, where all of these episodes need one another to connect. And it's like, like what are we waiting a week for? It's not a new story every week. It's the same story every week. And I think that works better for binging than weekly. Whereas Mando, each each week is like its own episode. I find. Yeah, no, that makes like complete sense. It's like uh, not to do what we usually do and deviate to other shows. It's like I'm watching House of the Dragons. I'm watching Andor. I'm watching Rings of Power. Um, especially, in, I noticed this in House of the Dragon where they're doing time jumps, and like that's cool. I like the idea, but like all these character shows, these character-driven shows, and it's kind of oh, sorry to sorry to interrupt you. New but, release. <laughs> This one, a this new one is, scumbag. As a, a, a new, join the arena. The new scumbag. The new scumbag. <laughs> mom is getting coffee. She does not like Andor, Brock. She slept oh through God. all four, all four episodes <laughs> fast asleep. This is Selena. She's three, oh my week, three weeks old yesterday. So she's like, she's been around as long as Andor. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is awesome because I feel like a Patreon because this is my first time seeing <laughs> Selena. That's not a picture. <laughs> it's, a, it's your first time seeing her. Oh life. my god, <laughs> she's beautiful. She, she's. You want to say then something? I pick up Gatsby, he's like, "Here's my baby." Yeah. <laughs> we, we just show dogs after. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anything you want to say? She's not talking much these days. <laughs> she's like. A non-Feloni project is pretty decent. Yeah. <laughs> we do have to talk oh, about yeah. that Feloni thing. Anyway, sorry, yeah, continue. Yeah. She'll, she'll listen up. Um, but it's just like these massive shows where I can't remember all the character names. And now it's like, it, it, like House of Dragon is still good. Don't get me wrong. But like, I'm like, who is that now? Because it's like <laughs> some white dude in a night <laughs> like getup looks the same as the other white dude. So I'm like, who are these people? Like, whatever. But, uh, um, yeah, like, it's wild. I was thinking about it. I can't, and, and this is what deviates my idea, my thought on Andor. It's like the whole storyline with this, like, upstart Imperial that's trying to, like, oust, yeah, uh, or trying to find Cassian in the first three episodes. It's like, it was good. Don't get me wrong. And, like, just seeing like their like little security, uh, the little security uh, group trying to like find him and then get like if you had cut the entire storyline up, just had like there's some Imperials chasing us. They figured out because the guy sold them out. That's it. Like I don't know how the rest of the series is gonna go, but that could easily be put into the first third of a movie, and then we're good. Because like the end of that third episode, you're like, yo, that was sick. I because like. I was watching it at work, so I'm like my mind was going from different place to different place and watching in chunks. I was like, that was cool. That was cool. I mean, like Diego Luna is great, great actor. So it's yeah. it's like you and McGregor. You're like, yeah, I'm in. But then by the time you get to the chase at the end of the third season, you're like, 
our third episode, you're like, oh, whoa, I have to pay attention. So it's like, I loved it. I think what stands out for me the most is like the set design, the costumes. I just, it just has a totally different vibe. Like, I don't know what, like you're the, you're the director, you're the cinematographer, James. What were your thoughts on how this, this, these were shot? They said right away they weren't going to use the volume. And I mm, think, right. yeah. And I think that, I think because it's so connected to Rogue One that that made it so much sense. I think the, yeah. the volume works great for Mando and Boba Fett and probably like Ahsoka and all that stuff. But hi, hi. <laughs> See, she's like, she's like, I don't like it. Go back to the volume. Uh, but I think, I think this show needed to look like that because it needed to connect to, it needed to first of all connect to Rogue One, but also it is it's it's grittier. I and I hate I hate that word, but it's more like, I mean they say the S word in it, so it's more geared <laughs> towards like an adult audience. You know what I mean? Like it's not yeah. as it's yeah. not as kid friendly. Like I wouldn't sit down with a five year old and watch Andor necessarily. I think they would be bored, mm-hmm. right? It's mm-hmm. like The Dark Knight. I don't know if I'd watch The Dark Knight with a five year old. So I think I I think what they're doing, the look of it fits. Yeah. I, Fits the um, the story and the the, the story and the uh, the tone that they're going for, but I like that it, and but I like that it matches completely with Rogue One. Like you, it, it feels connected to it in so many levels. That being said, I've there's some designs in it. Um, not so much course. I love going back to Coruscant, by the way, but but some designs feel un. <laughs> Star Wars to get the hiccups on Star Wars and more uh and more like just generic sci-fi at times. That's where I get mm-hmm. at that one a little bit. And I got that in some of the sequel trilogy stuff as well. But I will say the handling of the Imperials in this mm. is is um maybe with the yeah. exception of uh Krennic is by far the best we've gotten since the Disney acquisition. I mean sure. We talked about this through text in the last two weeks. It's like, I think this is up until they announced that they're going to make a Lost Stars movie. This is as close to the yeah. live action version of that book we're ever going to get. It's fantastic. Like the first three episodes outside of mentioning the Empire, like almost as, I don't think has a single stormtrooper or like, it's just a whole, like, yeah. it feels like the Empire, but it's not the Empire to an extent. Like I, I, it's it's fantastic. And it's just, Oh, and like the the whole storyline of like that Cassian is from some planet where it was just kids. They're yeah. like the Goonies or something, and like and like they're speaking in a language, but you never get like um um uh, what's the word subtitles. You have no idea, but like you yeah. understand what's happening in that scene. You're like, well, we got to go deal with whatever that noise was, and then it turns out that. It's probably the first time they've ever seen an Imperial ship or anybody from off planet. Yeah. Um, it's awesome. So it's like, I love it. It was, there's like, there's so much you just want to know. Uh, what did you think of, I'm going to totally forget what the droid's name, but the droid that hangs out Emo. with Emo, yeah. He, I like that droid. That, that, that one kind of seemed like off Star Wars, but Star Wars at the same time. Yeah. You know, you know, it was funny though, because watching it, you brought that planet up where they're like like the Goonies, but like yeah. or like or like Thunderdome where Mad Max was gonna show up. Like it, th- that looked very un-Star Wars, but it look it kind of reminded me of some early uh, production design of like um Han Solo on Kashyyyk 
mm. when Han Solo was going to be a kid on Kashyyyk and Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. But what what I liked though was it didn't feel too Star Wars, and then he walked into that ship. That ship was. <laughs> she's just she hates it so much. His, her critique is just it gives her hiccups. <laughs> she's going back to her mom. Uh, but 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 like like you go into that ship. As it, she's gonna eat now. Bye. Go, yeah. <laughs> Brock says bye. Bye. Um, what I liked was when they went into that ship. It was Star Wars in that ship. Like it, like it kind of like took you on this journey yeah. to Star Wars, and I kind of dug that. It, I mean, watch. I watched the first episode with Reham, and, and I was like, "Doesn't this feel like they shot it in Galaxy's Edge?" She's like, "The the main planet they're on in the first three episodes." She's like, "Yeah, like it's it like <laughs> it, it makes you appreciate how good that theme park is." You're like, "That's what it looks like." <laughs> um, but yeah, like it's and it's wild watching the fourth episode. You get it feels like they just start like you're still falling Cassian, but then there's this whole new cast of characters that come get introduced so you're like so are we gonna move away from all those characters we met like in the security i think the the upstart i'm so sorry i don't remember half of the names <laughs> uh but like yeah we get a whole branch of imperials now and like okay so who are our villains I, I i get the sense that like this series is going to be about like the people and how they are affected by the empire like the people living on planets oh. the people that are in the imperial or with the Imperials and stuff like that, like it's wild and uh, it. I can't get over just how '80s it looks, but like not '80s. You know what I mean? Yeah, it definitely has that '80s. It does. A lot of it is very '80s because it's so practical. I think. Yeah. I mean, I, I saw a thing on Coruscant was shot at some place in like London, mm-hmm. right? And it just, yeah, I think because it's so practical, it looks like the '80s, where the other stuff that we've gotten has been even i mean force awakens kind of felt like that too because that was the most practical i think we got of all the sequel trilogy stuff where they were really like trying to make it look like ot i just i i like all the characters i hope they stick around i i I, but again this is i'm wondering if um the week as much as i I prefer weekly because i don't like binging i'm just wondering if these shows are being designed as binge watching shows is one big long thing as opposed to weekly again mando crushes the weekly because it's like and i make fun of it all the time because it's like let's go to this planet now but like that's the show is like this is the this planet is this episode whereas these ones are just one big long movie um and to your point i think that that imperial guy is going to come back he's going to play a big role in this series i don't know what that role is going to be yet but he's going to play a big role, obviously. And also, I thought that that guy who swore, I thought he was, uh, he ends up being in the Batman. I did not know it was the same actor as the yeah, Batman. Yeah. But he, I thought he was great. I want him to show up more. I just yeah, like really, yeah. I liked his charisma and his personality. I'm like, oh, I, I would totally watch a show about this character. Uh, yeah, that, that was wild. And it's, uh, I I just this is a show that like if they were to do like you know how with like uh, the prequels you can go to Italy and go to where they shot in the boo scenes yeah. it's like I feel like this show would be like oh come there and we'll see this field <laughs> where they shot where the the young, the young rebels are and stuff like that in the fourth episode um yeah I I, <laughs> I just and like 
they mentioned they dropped Saw Guerrera, the the mention of him, and now we're like talking a lot about like what is the rebellion at this point, and it's like the partisans and all that. I'm mm-hmm. like, I really hope we spend a lot of time with that. I loved I loved seeing Mon Mothma show up in episode four and like seeing her like family life is not great. Like it's like it's it's you can tell like her her and her husband don't get along and it's probably because they don't have the same sentiment toward everything. I believe there's mention of some like uh characters from the book or the comics that are like, oh, that's like Palpatine's like left hand right, right hand man or whatever slime or i've never heard that name but like that's a mention from something that's was invited to this like dinner they're like oh like the 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 beginnings of the real empire imperial whatever are like in place and it's it's slowly growing so it's like yeah you kind of forget that it's like where oh no i can't remember it's like this is five years prior to Rogue One. So the Empire is in full swing, right? Like, this isn't like... Because it, it feels like that planet... What is it called that they're on? Uh, the, the security company was in charge. And then this this screw-up with Andor is where, like, the Empire finally shows up at the planet. Like, it's it felt like that was, like, it was new. Maybe they're just too far, like... Mid rim, outer rim. Sorry. Yeah, they might be too far, and then they yeah. kind of just have this uh, this yeah. company overseeing it because they don't want to send their resources there or something. Yeah. Yeah, and like when Stellan Skarsgård, like what a what a triumph of acting! Like that's wild. Like I need to rewatch that like antiquity shop scene again, where it's just like it's like why does he have hair? <laughs> he did not watch this when I'm walking. I'm like. Why does he have all that hair? I'm like, oh, he switched route. Yeah, I, like, I, oh. I, I yeah. was like, his character was one. So, um, Selena, who just I was born on Disney Plus Day when they dropped yeah. like the trailer for all this stuff. So I didn't watch any of it because I was in a hospital. Like, what's got it? So, but I, but I, so, so I think like a few days before, mm-hmm. I was sitting down and she was sleeping. I was like, I am going to watch the Andor thing that they dropped on Disney Plus Day. So I finally watched it. And it, ha- it was like that scene in that that uh, hangar that they're in, the warehouse, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And 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 then he doesn't show up till the third episode or at the end of the second episode, whatever. And yeah. I was like, what? Uh, wh- what is his character in this? Like, I was trying to figure it out. I'm like, yeah. what? He like he's something more. And I love that he's that 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 he just was on course. I love that switcheroo that he did. Mm. And I, <clears throat> part of me. Even though he's not in the movies, a part of me hopes he survives this series. Yeah. And like is and even though he's not in the movies, when you see him on Mothma in, in Return of the Jedi, you know that his character is lingering somewhere too. Like you know what I mean? Just like watching it, you know that his character's around. Yeah. Um I, so I, he probably will die, let's be honest. He'll probably yeah. get uh, or arrested by the Empire or something and then killed off camera. But I hope he survives and I hope he he yeah. he's he's around for it all. Well, we get two seasons. How many episodes are in this season? Eight? Twelve. Twelve. Twelve this, and I think it's twelve next. And So this year is all one year, and next yeah. year, every three episodes is going to be one year. So it's going to be the, the last oh, four years. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so they're going to do a House of the Dragon sort of yeah. thing, where it's like, we're, we're now, oh, that's genius. Um, yeah, I, that's amazing. There's twelve more episodes, and look how much ground they've already covered in four episodes. Like, you're immediately in like in my opinion uh though episode four when he's like 
pick a name. That's who you'll be for the next five days. And they're like, Clem. It was like, you're Clem. For the next five days. <laughs> I was like, he could have just said Fulcrum and I would have lost my mind. <laughs> I was like, oh, what? wait. I can't remember how that goes. Does Ahsoka have the Fulcrum code name and then Cassian? I don't know, but like, yes, it's Ahsoka's first. Okay, never mind, never mind. And then somebody else has a first in the books, though. Who was it? Oh, now I forget. Oh, that's awesome. I just, yeah, I hope that gets mentioned at some point, maybe this season or next season. Was it Cassian Andor was Fulcrum? And then, uh, uh, what's who's the rebel or who's the imperial turned rebel in Rebels? Uh, Callus. Callus, right? Yeah, he becomes Falcon after that, like in that. But then it's mentioned in like the Rogue One book that he's Falcon. Like it's never actually been put into like any actual media besides like the visual dictionary of <laughs> Rogue One. Do I have that one? No, I have uh, Han Solo. Um, yeah, I, I was like, I was like, oh, that'd be great. Um, it's funny, like one of the rebels on that planet when he goes to meet. See, I, I this is what I'm getting frustrated with. I don't remember names. I don't know if that's old. Yeah, I don't either. It's just like, uh, like I'm like the girl's name is Bix, and the guy that dies is Tim, and kind of. But I confuse Tim with that that construction worker guy that. Cassie keeps hanging out. I'm like, why did he betray him? I'm like, oh, that's a totally different person. Gotcha. Um, but uh, yeah, like one of the actors, I just finished watching him in that show, The Bear. And I'm like, oh man, this guy's busy. <laughs> so, um, yeah. The, bear? Uh, the one, the one, you know, when he goes with when when what is Stellan Skarsgård's character name? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know either. Anyways, when he drops Cassian off to the rebels there, right? And he's like, you're Clem now. And then they walk and they meet the two dudes that are like waiting for them. Yeah. The, like taller, older looking guy. Oh, he was okay. in, he's in this, the, the, the FX series, The Bear. Watch The Bear. It's great. I've heard of The Bear. Yeah. It I can't really... find who the Falcon was. Yeah. Uh, I can't find who Falcon was. There was Ahsoka, Callus, and somebody else. Was it Cassian Andor? Or was it the bear? Are you on? Are you on Wiki? Are you on the Wikipedia thing right now? Because that's what I'm looking at. And of course, my phone no. is super slow. But still, like little Nobody details like that is just like what makes Star Wars yeah. fantastic, man. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. Great, great series. Love it, death already. And I'm like, it's. It, I. I, I kind of like say this was worth the wait. Um. And as much as I don't, one thing that's so funny now that Mando and Boba Fett and now She-Hulk has like groomed me to do is like, I like seeing like concept art at the end. And with Cat, with Andor, it just like abruptly ends. It's like, boom, we're done. Like, oh, what do I do now? <laughs> yeah. So like, I miss that, but whatever. Andor has to be its own thing. That's fine. Uh, it yeah. was, by the way, it was Andor that Ahsoka. was Fulcrum. It was, it was Andor. Yeah, was okay. Andor. So maybe we'll, we'll get to that point. Um, I, I don't know. I'm really digging the show. It is a slow burn, which I enjoy. I mean, and it's a, it's a little more grub. I like yeah. the sets and everything. And but the my favorite yeah. part of the show so far has was in that fourth episode with the Imperials on Coruscant, kind of talking and. 
and bitching and seeing the hierarchy and play and stuff like that. I really, that, I was like, I was like, oh, this is I was really, very intrigued in that, and I really enjoyed what they were, what they were doing. What, yeah. do you, what, what do you think is going to come? Like, what do you, where do you think this show's going with episode five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve? No clue. I mean, it's not like he has to meet any actual characters, you know? Like, he doesn't have to meet Jin or or K2SO, for that matter. Like, the, his his back and forth with BMO or B or whatever mm-hmm. was like, oh, I understand why you didn't put two KS, K2SO. You had a droid that, like, he interacts with. Um, I hope... I hope his, his his adoptive mother comes back. I I definitely see like this rebel plan is gonna be like something is gonna go bad, but it's gonna solidify how he's a good pilot or whatever. He's definitely gonna like this plan they've got hatched is like gonna go real bad, but they'll get through it. Um, I think uh, we're gonna get more like we're gonna definitely get in a story of Imperials that will defect. Cause they're like, why are we doing this? And then Imperials that will fully get on the thing. Like, I know that's such a vague concept, but like, I think that's going to be a major part of the story. And mm-hmm. what was the other thing? Um, yeah, no, I think it's, I think it's going to be about Cassian, but like Cass, it's not going to be as much as I'm sure his character will develop. It's going to be very much about like, this is what happens when you let a fascist government take over the galaxy and ruin everybody's lives. Like I, and I I'm here for it. Cause it's like, that is so interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. And yeah, that goes back to what you said about lost stars where it's going to be the closest that we're going to get to. And that's like, it's funny. Cause lost stars is now seven years old, <laughs> seven years old this month. It was forced Friday wow. in September in 2015. Lost Stars came out with Aftermath side by side on the bookshelf. It's crazy. And um, yeah, it's, it, and we haven't, I, and I said to you, I'm like my favorite, I think my favorite novel, and I haven't read The Hybrid Republic, but my favorite novel that I've read yeah. of the of the new era has been Lords of the Sith. Because it, it's just a fun read with Cam yeah. Syndulla and Vader and Pavel. It's a fun read. But I think the best, the best one has been Lost Stars still. Like it's just so solid and it doesn't yeah. worry about. It doesn't have to worry about this or that. It kind of takes place in Star Wars, and Star Wars is going on all around it, and it's this singular story in, yeah. as it's happening. And it's just, and we haven't got like any, like everything you read, like it's not, nothing seems to want to do that too much. But Lost Stars is just, it was like a, a really, it was a special book. It was, came out at the perfect time too, because Aftermath, no, a lot of people like it. The first one for me was very underwhelming, and and Lost Stars kind of like saved that Force Friday feel. You know, books to read. Uh, it's, I, yeah, I would love to see a lot of stars show or movie too. Like, just adapt it because it's so good. And because it's a book, just not enough people, I think people would, but not as many people would watch, read that as they would watch something on TV or in the theater, I guess. Right. I, you know, like, and sorry, Brock, one more thing. Disney needs to get over itself and just make a Star Wars movie on Disney Plus. Just do it. Move yeah. on. Like, no one cares. No one cares. Like I, I, th- I don't know if I finished my thought on it. It was like, if I until we get to the end of the season, I really can't make this call. But like, evaluating these four episodes. Oh yeah, I did finish my thought. Like, you just eliminate that storyline with those the security and just like have here the, the the enemy the villains have figured out where you are. They are coming, and they could just they could have saved so much time, and it could have been a movie. So it's like, 
and it looks like a movie too. I would argue it looks better than I now understand. I think you said this to me before. Like the volume is amazing, but that like real like shooting in a real location can't be faked by digital. It gets close, but it's like, oh yeah, now I see it, and it's like it feels totally different. So yeah, I mean, this could easily been a movie, but. How do you sell this to a marketing? It's like, so, you know, that one character of the one film that kind of did well for all the other Star Wars, we're going to do a thing on him. Like, uh. you just call it, you call it like Star Wars Rebellion. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, call it Lost yeah. Stars. Well, <laughs> you don't Lost even Stars. call it Star Wars. Could you imagine? Could you imagine Disney just does like releases a film and you don't even know it's Disney and don't even put like a colon in front of it? It's just a movie, and then you start watching, and you're like, This is a Star Wars film. <laughs> it would never happen. It never happened. Happen. But it would be amazing if it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it be amazing if you're all excited to go see the next Star Wars movie in the theater, whatever that's going to be, and you sit down and you're watching Star Wars, you know, Emperor, or whatever, and you're sitting there in the theater, you're like, This is great. It's like a spin off of the. And it starts, and it just says episode ten, just like hits the screen. And you're like, what? <laughs> like oh, they just they don't they don't tell you. Flex. It just happened. Yeah, it just happened. Or there's no episode ten, and then when it ends, you find out that the next movie is episode eleven, and then they go back and they new hope it, and they call it episode ten. Yeah. That would be wild. I think they should. Uh, anyway, whatever. They shouldn't have stopped at episode nine. Star Wars is Star Wars. By the way, before we get to the odds. I yeah. just also just watched the Werewolf by Night teaser trailer. Oh, I, I, I you, you sent it to me and I did not watch it because I didn't watch anything from D23. So I am just like, just was give that it D20? to me. Yeah, I I, uh, I, I just watched it yesterday because I was like, I was really intrigued. I didn't, anyway, I won't tell you then. So let's go to the odds. <laughs> well, I, was, I wasn't sure yeah. what to expect. And yeah. there was one, one aspect of it that, because I haven't really read much on it. Yeah. I'm not that I, I don't really know anything about World of the Night. I just know a little bit. And I was like, there was one part of it that surprised me. And it's not a spoiler because I think the thumbnail kind of shows it. But I was, yeah, anyway, never tell me the odds. Never tell me the odds. Where is it? Possibility of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3,720 to 1. Never tell me the odds. Never tell me the odds brought to you and me and everyone watching us. Patreon.com slash Rebel Scum Podcast. We try to make a podcast on a weekly basis, and we always appreciate anyone that wants to support us. So if you like what we do when we talk about things mostly non-Star Wars and show random little babies, then support us on <laughs> Patreon.com slash Rebel Scum Podcast. We will love you long time. Like the following people that we shout out every episode, Heidi Fetter, executive producer, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Randy Kenobi, Mary Kristen Aton, Jeff Wilson, Phil Staniforth, Rez, Scott D, Josh Price, Matt W, Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, Cosmic Girl Zero Two, Gleek Play One, Disney Desi, Charlotte, Kayla Davis, Dale Erdman, Dana Nerds, and the Girls with Sabres. Girls with Sabres. Much better podcast than ours. Go check them out. They have amazing Opinions. Thought processes on things. And, and they, they have uh, great merch as well. Oh, yeah, they public. do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they probably are so busy right now with both. Because I'm I'm fairly certain they love Star Wars, obviously. But, like, they're big into Game of Thrones and 
yeah. Lord of the Rings. So they are having a renaissance of content right now, I'm, I'm assuming. So go check them out. Check them out. All right. Today's odds brought to us by Patreon. Thank you so much to all of our Patreon subscribers. It means a lot to us. Uh, the first one, will Bix hunt down Andor? What's going to go on with Bix? Is she going to hunt him down for have, for make, for getting her boyfriend killed? Being responsible for the killing of her boyfriend. Was his name Tim? Tim. Jim? Two M's. <laughs> two M's. That's how you know it's from a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> you double M it. Um, ah, that's interesting because yeah, I would. I hope she comes back. That's that's wild. Like episode four, you kind of just forget about all those other characters. Um, mm-hmm. but she was in in Morbius, so so her career. Could oh be, yeah, yeah, her career could be on Total Vampire. There you go. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go uh, 65%. I hope we see her again. I don't really know why she would go after him, but yeah. I feel like she's going to join the rebellion. I'm going to go uh, 40% on hunting down, but 100% she's coming back on the show. It's just, like she like I can see like some characters not coming back, but she's the one that definitely has to come back because they 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 did too much with the relationship between her and Andor to just have her kind of disappear from the storyline after three episodes. So I'm going to say she's coming back, but I don't know what. And uh, Cyril Kane, I didn't know his name. I had to Google it. He is Mm -hmm. that in Cyril Kane. Will he become a rebel? Is he going to be a rebel spy or a rebel? Is he going to join the rebellion after he hugs his mother? (laughs) Yeah, that's like, I think, I think we're definitely going to follow him more, even though a lot of these Imperials seem to be like, they seem, they, they look at the screen, they're like, yeah. What am I doing? So, uh, I is what was is he going to become a rebel? I'm gonna go 75% because wow. I think he's shook by what happened and he's questioning why the empire, like the guy that seemed to be very into it, now is like, This is the real, this is this is what it is about. So, yeah, I'm gonna say full Brock because <laughs> I can see it happening, but I can also see the the blonde imperial like who was like i need the records yeah i can see her like recruiting him to do her dirty work although they could both become rebels by the end of it i don't know but i can see that also happening his his storyline is going in one of two directions it's either rebellion or even harder with the empire um so i'm not sure which way it's going so i'm gonna go full brock because i don't believe on giving odds (laughs) <laughs> and our final odd today, at least one scene will take place in Scarif this season. Well, oh. we, it, was, it was name dropped. Are we going to go there for one scene? At I least? hope so. I'm going to go 80%. As much as I was like, oh, no Jedi mentioned, though we, he does hand him a kyber crystal. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm going to go, what did I say, 80%? Yeah, I'm going to go 80%. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 51. percent I can see them holding off for season two, if at all, because um, we did. We got the name drop. They might feel like that is enough, 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 mm-hmm. enough. I don't know. I don't know. But those are our odds. Let us know what your odds are in the comments below or to the side in the live chat. Brock, you've got some news. I got some news. Let's Hollow do it. News. Da, 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 da. Hollow news. Hollow news. Brock, you're up. 
Hollow News, the news you need to know right now. Big Daddy Vader is calling it quits. James Earl Jones last week announced that he will record his last few lines for Star Wars. He's going to retire from voicing Darth Vader. He will live on, of course, because you can't have Star Wars without Vader. Uh, Jones's voice will live on artificially through an AI program that can recreate his voice. So Vader can deliver new lines of dialogue and maintain the commanding bass sound that made him wildly feared villain. Uh, Ukrainian startup Respeecher was tasked with creating a version of Jones' voice as it sounded in the original trilogy for the recent Disney Plus miniseries, Obi-Wan Kenobi, which takes place several years after Anakin Skywalker from Sith Lord. Jones, now 91, last recorded a Vader voice cameo for the 2019 sequel, The Rise of Skywalker. And he just has to, you know, he's tired. He can no longer tell you at CNN. He can no longer tell you where the sun touches is your kingdom. He's he's just going to retire. But don't worry, Vader lives on as a robot. <gasps> uh, oh, talking about people from the past, Mark Hamill, have you heard of him? Uh, has announced that he will support uh, the fundraising drive to buy drones for Ukraine as it battles the Russian evil empire. Not taken aside, uh, Hamill he is the, the latest celebrity ambassador to join United 24 fundraising platform, which was launched following the Russian invasion. The actor who, as Skywalker, used his X-Wing spacecraft to disrupt a diabolical galactic empire, will specifically spearhead a project to provide drones to the Ukrainian army. Hamill says, I know for certain that Ukrainians need drones to protect their land, their freedom, and the values of the entire de- democratic world. Right now is the best time for everyone to come together and help Ukraine stand up in this war with the evil empire. The Army of Drones project requires remote controlling flying drones and funds their maintenance and pilot training in order for the Ukrainian army to constantly monitor the 200,000 or 2,470 kilometer long front line and provide an effective response to enemy attacks. Uh, the Ukrainian military has received almost a thousand drones via the program, which also allows people to donate their own drone as well as cash. And and in our final story, Cassian Andor, this show will be put into a 90 cent featurette on the National Geographic Travel Twitter, revealing how much work went into the set design, specifically by the work of Luke Hull, chosen by Tony Gilroy immediately to design it because of his work on Chernobyl. Hall points out that as a production designer for Andor, we were keen to build worlds that felt like they went beyond just a set. The story is quite gritty, so we used a lot of locations that were relevant. Uh, Ferrix is a trading post town. It's one huge set, and we were referencing referencing 1920s Amsterdam. And then with Coruscant being the planet of cities, it was natural to kind of gravitate to a more brutalist style of architecture. It's about scale and empire and monochromatic fascism. So if you want to see that feature, check out National Geographic's travel Twitter. I'm sure it's also on Disney Plus's Twitter feed. And this has been your Hollow News. Hollow News. By the way, James Earl Jones. Um, I was fine with that news. Like yep. he's he's older, and and you know he gave his blessing to the to the. His vo- I mean, it's a he's a robot voice in Star Wars anyway, so I think yeah. we need to we need to chill. All right, top five. Top five. What's the top five today, James? 
top five uh, moments from the first four episodes of Andor. Oh, very lame. Minor, very, minor, very lame. Brock, very lame moments. Yeah. Andor. My number five is 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 when when we first meet the rebels on that uh, not Acto planet. Yeah. And and he's sleeping, and the other guy's like, "Why, well, if you're sleeping, they're gonna cut your head off. Like, Sagrera is gonna kill you." I really like that moment because it <laughs> kind of showed like how serious it all was and how this is a real thing. This isn't. This isn't. This isn't for uh, kids. This is for grown-ups, and you better get your poop together. <laughs> uh, my number five, I've already talked about a million times. Like I love the set and costuming choices in this show. It looks wicked, and it just like you just look around all the details and just like that vibe of like this is kind of what the the costumes look like in A New Hope. So it has to kind mm-hmm. of look like that, and it looks awesome. Absolutely. Uh- the shoot. My number four is the shootout in episode three, the big ending, the grand finale of the third episode when the poop hits the fan. I really <laughs> enjoyed that. Um, it, it just because it, it was that mo, it was all building to that moment. That's what I liked about it. Everything was building to that moment, and that moment is what's going to set a course for yeah. the rest of the series. And that's why that moment is my number four. My number four is going to be the awkward, cringy. I- uh, conversation between Mon Mothma and her husband about their dinner <laughs> yes. party. And it's just like, this is like the tone of what the galaxy is like, where it's just like families are torn apart by like what is what is right in the galaxy. So, yeah. He might have been a jerk, but I might have sided with him. We don't know. Okay, my, <laughs> number, my number three is uh, when young Andor was rescued on the ship, juxtaposed with new Andor being rescued, being taken to his new life on the ship. I really liked uh, those side-by-side comparisons on the, the second episode, third episode. Yeah. One of the episodes. I really like that one. <laughs> My number three is going to be that as well. I, I just enjoyed the whole idea of like, they're just these kids living in the jungle and they have no idea what it is. Like even young Cassian, AKA Casa at the time when they go by where that mining, the mining area was that the empire had done. And he had no clue it was there. The older ones who have left the village knew about it, but he's like, what, what is this? And it's like, they've completely destroyed the planet. And it's just that idea of like, this is what happens when you have no idea what the empire exists. And it's like, mm-hmm. and his reaction when he's on the ship is just to destroy like the ship around him. But you don't know why he's just like, I need to destroy all these monitors. He has no idea what it's done specifically but he's just like he was like this isn't wrong this is not right so casa uh Cassa. my my number two it auto corrected the first name to kitchen <laughs> luthien rail auto corrected to kitchen uh when he changes character on the ship he puts yeah on luthien, thing. he puts on his rings and then he's like strikes his pose and all of a sudden he does he does the uh the hannah montana i saw someone tweet that uh, i really enjoyed that part and they gave that extra characterization to what people are going through on Coruscant and around the yeah. galaxy yeah that that's my number two as well I love the idea that like he's literally there so that he can talk to Mon Mothma without being like but it's like the whole that they, they can't trust a single person and they're being constantly watched yeah I like that drive the driver scene where it's like we got a new driver and then he has to like she's like oh let me show you something yeah. I really I really enjoyed that um and my number one is that i mentioned earlier is that imperial meeting the two i'll put the two meetings of the imperials on there especially when she's like i want those i need those documents and he's like Nuh-uh-uh. and he, she's like yeah i'm gonna go tell you the teacher on you oh, i yeah. really i really liked 
I really like that. That was my favorite part of the series so far. I like how their like leader guy is like, we're not, we're not a security. We're we're healthcare providers. <laughs> I, <like that> <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my number one is going to be the chase sequence of the of episode three. I just love that back and forth between like. Cassian and Luthien and like <laughs> Luthien has bombs already set up. It's like I always always create your exit before your entrance. And then- mm-hmm. and then and then run. So it's like good thing we have two things. <laughs> so they blow up the the speeder instead of the cycle or whatever the I should know all the names of these things by now. I've been watching this series for this <laughs> this franchise for almost 30 years. Uh, but yeah, solid, solid series. I can't believe it's not even halfway done. Not even. They're going to plan the long game. And you know what? I don't have a problem with that because if it takes 12 episodes to tell the story, do it. If it takes eight, use eight. Don't overstay your welcome, but don't shorten it for the sake of yeah. being short. Absolutely. I really like it. Those are our top five. Let us know what your top five are in the comments below or on the live chat. Uh, this has been the 260th episode of the Rebels Come 260 episode. Unfriggin' believable. I can't find what I was. Here we go. This is what I'm looking for. That's just a banner. Uh, anything else you want to say, Brock? <laughs> uh, no. Um, sorry we've been gone, but uh, we'll try to be back every week. <laughs> we'll be back. We had life-changing events yeah uh, and we will and uh lots to oops indiana jones oh indiana. this is and, and andrew used this and i'm trying to deleted some of my stuff so i'm trying to find second. things <laughs> all right everyone thank you so much for watching uh give us a like and a subscribe and tell your friends about us and especially tell them about this guy because he was always scum rebel scum Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.